Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 41. So we will go straight into our new segment with Vivian first. What have you got for us? So our first story is a little bit of sad news coming from Splendor. So this is from Music Feeds, written by Alex Gallagher, and it says, Sorry, Rage Against the Machine aren't playing Splendor in the grass this year. Sad face. I am disappointing. <laughs> when news broke last year that Rage Against the Machine were finally re- reuniting to headline Coachella after going on hiatus back in 2011, the first thought on Aussie fans' minds was, that's great, when are they headed here? Since, there have been many a rumour about the legendary alternative metal outfit heading to Australia, with some speculation they'd be making the journey down under to headline this year's Splendour in the Grass Festival. However, it brings me absolutely no pleasure to inform you that, the, that despite their best attempts, organisers have announced that they were unable to lock in the band for this year's festival, finally putting the rumour to bed once and for all. Quote, Unfortunately, and just for those still hoping, Rage Against the Machine can't make Australia around Splendour. We tried our very best, quote, wrote festival organisers on Facebook earlier today. From the sounds of it, though, this is more of a scheduling conflict than it is a lack of desire to play shows over here. So who knows? There's still hope yet that we may see Rage Against the Machine sometime in the not-too-distant future, but it's probably not a great idea to hold your breath. There we go. Yeah. It's official. I guess the thing I found, in- what I found really interesting about this story was Splendour usually, when, you know, every year around this time, there's always the rumour mill going about yeah. who's going to play Splendour and they've never really addressed rumours. Yeah. They've always sort of let it happen and then come April they drop the lineup and then so on. But this year, having them actually come out with a statement and say don't get your hopes up, they can't make it, we did try, is actually, I find it really interesting because for me it's kind of like, A, people must have been really, really holding out for it, so maybe they thought if we get on this early, then... Yeah, there won't be a lot of backlash later. Yes, yes, and then when the lineup does eventually drop, people won't be as disappointed. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty smart of them to take it to that approach, but very sad regardless. Yep, sorry to all you Rage Against Machine fans. Yeah. Not not good. But that's okay. Maybe they'll come eventually. Exactly. You don't rule it out, like yes. I said. Yes. Don't rule it out. Just a scheduling issue, yes. maybe. Exactly. So right. now we'll head into our next news story. Maddie, what have you got? So this is a very um, pertinent story in my <laughs> world. And mine. Um, I don't know about all of you listeners, but I am very um, obsessed with um, musicals. We both are. And so I have an article here from Pitchfork, uh, written by Matthew Strauss, and it reads, Disney announces Hamilton musical film with original cast. This just makes my heart skip a beat, honestly. When I I heard this, I went, thank goodness. (laughs) It is time. I, you know what, I'm, okay, this is just a little side note rant. I am sick of musicals not becoming films or like like they're like that isn't a yeah. thing a lot of the time yeah which is really annoying one because it's really expensive to go and watch musicals. oh yes and i understand that putting them into like a movie would you know like take away from people going to see them and yes. blah 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 and all the yes. rest of it i understand that but it sucks for people who can't you know see these musicals that are only playing in like 
America and Broadway. like in the West End in London. It's like I can't fly over there willy nilly and watch mm-hmm. these musicals that I absolutely love. Like I would die to be able to see them. And now I finally get a chance to see Hamilton. Yes. Like, oh my god. No longer will we be resorted to looking up videos on YouTube from shaky cam that shouldn't oh have been god. in the theatre in the really, first really place. Bad bootlegs. Like I appreciate <laughs> you people, but I also don't appreciate it. Because <laughs> exactly. you really shouldn't be filming it. Exactly. But anyway. Okay, I'll read the rest <laughs> of the article, but <laughs> that was my tangent. So it says Hamilton is coming to the big screen. The Walt Disney Studios will release a film adaptation of Lin-Manuel Miranda's hit musical on Friday, October 15, 2021. The movie will feature numerous members of the original cast, including Miranda reprising his lead role as Alexander Hamilton, David Diggs, Renee Elise Goldsberry, and Leslie Odom Jr. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is also co-producing the Hamilton movie, said in a press release, I fell in love with musical storytelling growing up with the legendary Howard Ashman, Alan Menken, Disney collaborations, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. I'm so proud of what Tommy Cale has been able to capture in this film version of Hamilton, a live theatrical experience that feels just as immediate in your local movie theatre. We're excited to partner with Disney to bring the original Broadway company of Hamilton to the largest audience possible. So there you go. Coming to theatres, 2021. I'm so excited because I love Hamilton. I was saying to Maddie before, my top songs in 2016 Spotify playlist was the entirety of the Hamilton <laughs> the soundtrack. soundtrack. But, you know, it's it's. I think it's definitely... That musical, I think, really sort of reached a wider audience to then just mm. sort of the typical sort of musical theatre fan, I really do think that a lot of people know the name Hamilton, have heard of the music, and because it is such a different take on what you would expect from a musical anyway, so I'm just so happy. Yeah, it's such an amazing musical, and it's like, it has made, like, such a huge impact all Mm. over the world, and I think it's great that they're moving, making it into a film for everyone to see. So I'm so so keen for it to come out, oh my god. So good. You can all come with me if you want. Yeah. Okay. It's all fine. Make it a court my ear field Yes. Trip. Oh my God. Meet up. <laughs> Ew, that was so gross. I can't believe I said that. Anyway. No, I love it. Moving on. <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> Biggest news of the week, I think. Uh, yeah. So this is going to be our last news story for the week. So this is coming from Music Feeds written by Laura English. And the title is It's Official Weezer, Green Day and Fallout Boy Announce a Joint Australian Tour. Yay! So, the rumours were all true. Weezer, Green Day and Fallout Boy are bringing that special hella mega tour to Australia. Yep, we're getting four stadium shows from the giant rock trio in Perth, Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. The three bands are blessing emos worldwide too. The Hella Mega Tour has already laid down dates across the US and Europe, so when they each vague tweeted that Aussie flag, our hearts couldn't be still. They'll be touching down in November this year. Tickets go on sale on the 14th of February. If Green Day, Weezer and Fall Out Boy together on a lineup isn't enough for you, they're also taking New Zealand rock pop group The Best with them. So you can see in the article um, that we'll link in the description all the dates and where you can get tickets for the show. But this is pretty exciting. This is ridiculous. I love the fact that it's called the Hella Mega Tour. It's like yeah, like it's just like that's so fitting. Apt. Yeah, <laughs> so such an apt name I think for for this tour. It's so like groundbreaking. It's, yeah, it's iconic. I think you know. I feel like those three bands, they're all very similar, of course. But I think they are each sort of 
have a different sort of audience and mm. it's pretty cool that they've come together to do this and you know I I think I'd like to go just because I think you probably won't have the opportunity to ever see these three bands together play live like mm. you know on 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 a tour like this so I think it's pretty cool that they've decided to go for it yeah I feel like the atmosphere on a tour like this would be like so heightened and yeah because so, yeah like you said like they all sort of have like they have similar you know um like sounds but at the same time they have such different audiences and mm. I think it would be really interesting to see them all together in one place for sure so. for sure Yes, so that brings us to the end of our news segment. Now, before we go into our song section, we encourage you guys to pause the podcast, go down to the description and click either the Spotify or YouTube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about. So first, we'll start with Song of the Week. Maddie, kick us off. So my Song of the Week is Don't Break Me by Montaigne. Nice. So this is Montaigne's release for the Eurovision... Australia Decides. Um, yeah, Australia Decides thing. So I absolutely love this song. I must say I was, like, a bit iffy about the context of which, like, it was, you know, for Eurovision and that sort of mm. thing. I was like, oh, I was kind of expecting a bit more from Montaigne, who is so, you know, like, she's so known for her, like, experimental sort of music and, Theatrics. like, all these different, yeah, theatrical tracks and that sort of thing. But... Like, uh, yeah, I was sort of expecting something a bit more experimental for her Eurovision mm. bid, but as the song itself, like, as a whole, I really, really dig this song. I absolutely love it. It's so, so awesome to listen to. It's so uplifting. It's so, like, I just feel, like, filled with emotion when <laughs> I listen to it. It's so cool. I absolutely love it. Like, her voice is phenomenal as always, mm. but, yeah, I'm just obsessed with the song yeah i mean i when i first listened to it i i was in the same boat as you i was expect expecting more and i think those expectations kind of when i listen to the song it ju- i just feel like it didn't reach those expectations and it's not you know i've listened to the song a few times now and i love montaigne she's one of my favorite artists but i think yeah i was just expecting something a little bit more out there um mm. because it is eurovision and i thought because Montaigne, like you said, is experimental. Anyway, I thought she would go full sort of. Steam yeah, I ahead. thought this would be like her stage to just like let it all go and mm. just go absolutely haywire. But at the same time, I think maybe she's sort of tailored it back so the rest of the Australian public sort of yes. want to vote. And for that's her. and that's why that's kind of what I've landed on is that I think as a song that appeals to a wider sort of general audience, it works really well yeah. as well as the context of Eurovision. So I, I hope she does win yeah. Um, because, yeah, I do think it would work pretty well. Like, I can imagine her singing on that big stage at Eurovision. Oh, absolutely. Especially it. with this song. I yeah. reckon it's a really good balance between, yes. like, a sort of widely popular song as mm. well as something that's sort of still true to her own sound and what she likes making. And I think she's found a really good mid-ground with this one. So that mm. is why it's my song of the week. I've been blasting it <laughs> in my car the whole time. It's a good song to blast. It is. It's really, yeah, it's just really good to like belt out. And there's this yeah. one run right at the end of the chorus oh. that she does, like where she like flicks up really high and runs down. Oh my God. Flawless. Just gorgeous. I like die every time it happens. But yes. yeah, listen out for that one in the chorus. Um, so it's Don't Break Me, Montaigne. It's my song of the week. 
what is yours okay guys <laughs> <laughs> look if you guys know how much i love Halsey and you do it's honestly no surprise that my song of the week is experiment experiment on me by Halsey and it's coming from the birds of prey soundtrack Look, I I almost have no words for this one, but I will try to sort of put my thoughts into words because it is so different, yet it works so well. Like, she seems so comfortable. So the thing with this one is that it was co-written by Bring Me the Horizon members Ollie Sykes and Jordan Fish. And when you listen to the song, it is so blatantly obvious. Oh, yeah. And I love it so much. And... What I was saying to Maddie before we started recording was like, it's like my two worlds coming together. It's like that meme with the handshake and it's just like, oh my God, pausey, yes. <laughs> bring me the horizon and it's like, experiment on me in the middle. <laughs> That's literally what this is and, and it's glorious because yeah, it's, I would say there's a lot of rock elements like this there's heavy distortion on her voice. Yeah, that's something I noticed like immediately. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is in your yeah. face. And on the guitar and but the thing that I think is really interesting is there's a lot of drum and bass elements as well. Like that sort of is the underlying sort of background in the production for this track. And it's just, you know, I think I haven't seen the movie yet, Birds of Prey. It just came out um a few days ago, but I do think it fits really well from what we know of Harley Quinn as a character. Yeah. If you sort of read the comics or if you've seen anything, I think that this song does sort of represent that character pretty well. But yeah, it's just it's just like this visceral like yeah straight from the throat. That's it. It's a really guttural like, yeah song I think, and that's look it kind of throws me a bit. <laughs> like it's like <sighs> think of nightmare, but like times it by a hundred. Yeah, like it's yes. very on the other end of the spectrum to. Like, you think of Clementine and yeah. then this, and it's, like, I know. complete opposite ends. What I kept thinking when I was listening to this song was, like, people who, like, don't really listen to Halsey or they've listened to her radio songs, they listen to this, they're going to feel like it's a slap in the face because... Mm. Well, I was, yeah. like, almost <laughs> like that, too. I was like, jeez, like, this is a lot to take in. And, like, don't get me wrong, I don't hate the song. It's just not something that is, like, nice to my ears. Yeah, it's not a Maddie song. Because it's definitely not my song, no. You know, like, I, and here's the thing. Like, I think I love the production in the song. I love the lyrics. But I really do love Halsey's vocals. Like, I think it works so well in this genre. And we've said this before when Nightmare came out. Mm. And But this, like you said, it, it's like it's, yeah. Nightmare Walked So Experiment Me Could Run. Like, that is that, yeah sort of comparison that you can think of but my absolute favorite part of this track is the end after the bridge it's a really sort of good bridge it sort of builds up to this ending and Halsey does this in my opinion beautiful metal scream and it's so like it comes out of nowhere and my jaw was on the floor (laughs) I was very taken aback. I was just so happy because I was like, oh my gosh, my metal heart is a flutter <laughs> right now. And yeah, like it, and it's just, of course, so fitting that Bring Me the Horizon. Like, I'm sure they would have told her in the studio, like, sort of how just to do Just go those. for it. Yeah. yeah. But I get, yeah, it's like all I could think of <laughs> when 
she was doing that was just, geez, that must really hurt her voice. But, you know, like, the experienced, you know, metal singers, they know how to do it properly to not wreck their voice. I'm sure she got some tips. Yes, yes. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, wow, this is... This is a bit much for me, but I really, no, I do definitely appreciate it. Like, I was, like, jamming along to yeah. it for the yeah, most part. And then when it got to the end, I was like, okay, this is this is where I draw the line. Like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> this is too much. I'm, I'm tapping out here. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely really cool to listen to if you're but, into that type of music. But, yeah, I could go on about it forever, honestly, but I'll, but I'll stop there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have other songs to talk about, exactly. so we'll keep going. So that is my song of the week this week, this week, Experiment on Me by Halsey. Now we're going to go into Under a Rock, and I'll kick us off. So my Under a Rock this week is Chasing Highs by Too Close to Touch. This one actually came up on my Discover Weekly on Spotify, and the thing that sort of caught... I'm not going to say caught my ear, but there you go. Um, (laughs) Caught your attention. Yes, caught my attention. Um, Was the fact that the lead singer of this band, he kind of reminds me of Brendan... Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco, like in sort of the way he does his runs, like sort of his vocal range. It's not to the extent of Brendan Urie because I think Brendan Urie is he is a one in a million. Yeah, he's otherworldly. Oh my god, he's (laughs) probably an alien. I would not be surprised if he's from another universe. But Honestly. honestly, but I did sort of get that, and I did get sort of early Panic at the Disco vibes with just sort of where this track goes throughout the entire song. So I think. The coolest part for me is in the chorus. It's sort of like this chanting communal chorus, which I think is really cool. I've always said that I love that. Like mm. when, you know, sort of all these voices come in and you've got this sort of one constant like melody, but then you have everyone else sort of shouting it in the background. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, it's just, it's a really cool song. Um, it's very, I w- I'll say like, it's sort of, it's, it's got a lot of rock elements, but it definitely does sort of verge the line of pop rock because um, there's a lot of sort of pop elements in it as well. But yeah, it's an interest. It's an interesting track. I'm interested to sort of check uh, too close to touch the other stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a fun song. I really enjoyed it. I was listening along and I was like, you know, this is really groovy. I would definitely like listen to this on like a daily basis. Like, yeah. It's a really really cool song, and it. I think like you don't get sick of it quick either yeah which yeah. is something that's you know like can be really hard to sort of produce in today's sort of music scene it's very about you know radio plays and yeah hearing things over and over again whereas this one i feel like if you did hear it over and over again you wouldn't be mad about it mm. which is something that's yeah hard to find so i do really enjoy the song i think it's definitely really really cool and i absolutely again adore his voice it's amazing yeah but, yeah yeah so that is my under a rock this week chasing highs by too close to touch Maddie, what is your under a rock this week? So my under a rock this week is very different from experiment on me. Oh. Like on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Yes. So it's called Call It What You Want by this artist called Rum Gold. Um, I'd never heard of them, obviously. That's why they're my under a rock. But um, <laughs> this is a very, very toned down song. It's very soft. It's very, um, like just very not ethereal but very sort of like the tone in his voice is very breathy it's very but it's like still got a lot of soul to it Mm. and it's like it's really really nice like a love song type thing you know like um 
he's talking about, you know, this relationship and this person that he's in love with. And it's like, you know, you're the reason that I know what love is. And, you know, there's, um, there's sort of, the song is about, you know, like, call it what you want. I don't care if you want to label this as love, but it's something, you know, mm. along that line. And it's a really, really beautiful track. It's sort of carried along by this um, finger picking guitar. It's so really, really beautiful. And it just sort of like swells really nicely in the choruses. And like after they sort of, you know, um, come back down to the verses, it sort of like it strips everything back. And it's just that finger picking sort of mm. in the outro. And it sort of like leads you along to the end of it. And it's just a really gorgeous song. I'm in love with his voice. He's such a beautiful vocalist. And yeah. just, I'm like so impressed with, the runs the whole way through. Like, mm. I know I've said this before, like, there are some artists who put a lot of runs into things and it's just sort of like a show-offy thing and it gets really old really quick. But I think the way in which this guy does it, it's just, like, it's not over the top. It's very... Even though there's a lot of them in there, it, I don't get sick of it. And it's just really, really nice to hear. And he's just got amazing control. And mm. I'm just, yeah, in awe of what he can do with his voice. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the first things that... Well, before you actually played the song, when you said it's called Call It What, Call it what You Want, I was like, there's a Taylor Swift song. Taylor Swift? Have you turned around? <laughs> no, I have not yet. I haven't watched the documentary as of yet, but oh, I will. Yes, you need I'm to. planning on watching it, so don't roast me, okay? Yes. I'm going to do it. Yes. But with this one, I I think, yeah, his voice, incredible. But something else that I picked out, there's this, it's very subtle, so it's very... I hadn't even heard it. Yeah. Like, when I was playing it for Vivian, she pointed out, I went, That's, this is the first time I've actually <laughs> noticed this, so thank you. Yeah, so it, I don't even I don't even know what it was. I, I, I think it's sort of like this sample that's on a synth, but it sort of sounds like a theremin, like it's yeah. very wobbly, but it's very like, it's not very obvious at all. It's very subtle and very soft, but it, it kind of, I don't know, it just, it... I couldn't stop thinking about it every time mm. it came out. I was like, this is such an interesting element to put into a song. Like, you know, I've always thought about, like, what artists sort of go through that think thinking process of, like, what to sort of put into their songs in the production. And, yeah, like, th I think that was such a cool element yeah. for this one. I think overall, that like, the word that sort of describes the vibe of this song is just, like, delicate. Yes. It's a very delicately placed... That's a good song, word. and all of the elements are very, very carefully thought out, mm. and it's yeah, just an absolutely beautiful song to listen to, and one that I am going to be listening to for a while. Agreed. Like it's a very me song, and I'm it is. yeah, just absolutely in love with it. So it's called "Call It What You Want" by Rum Gold. Please go listen to it. That's my under a rock this week, and so now we are heading into "Caught My Ear." So I'll start us off with mine, and it's called. Thinking About by Lauren Aquilina. So this one, it's not the whole entire song that caught my ear. It's a very, you know, sort of general soft pop type ballad vocal type. ballad thing. Mm. Um, but it's the bridge that is what caught my ear. Generally with Caught My Ear, you'll like we talk about, you know, songs that have like really cool production elements to go through the whole thing. Mm. But this one is just one particular part. It's like four bars long. Yes. It's really, really small, but it plays such a huge part in why I absolutely love this song. So mm. to give you some context, this song is like piano strings driven. Mm -hmm. That's basically the entirety of 
the instrumental behind the vocals. And one, it's gorgeous. She has an amazing so voice. Gorgeous. I love her. I, I first sort of discovered her. She released a song called Psycho. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it's really, really cool. Listen to that one as well. But this one, yeah, it's sort of a more toned down ballad. Um, you know, the song's all about, you know, I'm trying, like, I'm trying not to think about you type thing, but that's all I can think about. That's generally the general gist of the song. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to this bridge part, um, it's sort of driven by these really, really interesting chord changes. Yes. And this chord progression is really not what you'd expect to, coming out of, you know, your, like, I haven't looked into it much, but it sounds like, you know, your typical four chord, like, yeah, ballad yeah, pop it song. Does. Yeah. And then the bridge comes out and you hear these really, really interesting chords, like these suspended and like, like augmented chords. It's really, really beautiful. And it's only for like such a short section. Yeah. And it makes me really sad that these really cool chords aren't sort of spattered throughout the song. But I think also that's kind of what makes it really special that they sort of like set up the whole song. And then after the second chorus comes, you hear this really, really cool, like, eerie yeah. sort of um, bridge. And then it goes right back into the chorus, back into the same. There are a couple of weird chords in mm. the last chorus, but you don't really pick up on it. And if you don't have, like, an ear for that sort of thing. But, yeah, it's just amazing. I love it. I love the transition into mm. it as well. Yep. Because you can almost miss... You can all, If you're sort of, you know, just listening to the song and... You can almost miss it when it sort of transi- transitions into the bridge. But yeah, yeah, it's so beautiful. And it's like, I, I'm i not really... I, I love ballads, but usually when it comes to sort of like those like piano pop ballads, I'm not really like, that's not really my genre. Like yeah. I don't really go into Whereas that. Whereas me, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> it's like all I listen to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, with this one, like that bridge, I like you said, I wish it was a little bit longer. But again, that's what makes it. Yeah, because so it special. just comes and goes so yeah. quick, and you sort of like, oh, I wish it like came back, and you're yeah. like longing for more, and then you kind of yeah, you just want to like listen to it again to hear so it. So beautiful. So yeah, it's it's beautiful. I absolutely love her voice. She's gorgeous. Like when she flicks up into a higher register, mm. it's amazing. I'm like in love with how beautiful she sounds. But yeah, that is. My Caught My Ear This Week, Thinking About by Lauren Aquilina. Vivian, what is your Caught My Ear? So my Caught My Ear This Week is People I've Been Sad by Christine and the Queens. Uh, Now, I was originally going to put this as my Under a Rock, but then I kind of, you know, after listening to the songs a few times, I was like, wow, actually, I could definitely use this as Caught My Ear because... I, I hadn't actually properly listened to Christine and the Queens. I only actually heard her when she was on Charlie X's XCX's album last year uh, with the song Gone. And that was the only song on the album that I actually was like, oh, this is like pretty good. So I could mm. listen to this because that album was wild. Yeah, um, that's a lot to write. <laughs> we talked about that before. Yeah. So, but the thing is when I listen, and this is a new song, so it actually just came out a few days ago. And when I... When I heard it, I was just floored by her voice because mm, yep. it's just, it's, it's sort of going back to what we were saying about delicacy. It's so delicate, her voice. And the production on this one, it's quite toned down in the verses. But when you get to the chorus, it is just this glorious like synth pop like yep. dream in yep. a way. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. There's this really cool call and response with um 
the like an echo sort of sitting behind it as well and it's just it's just so it's such an it's an interestingly put together song and the second thing that really caught my ear was when she started singing in French in the second yeah. verse because I didn't know but she is a, a French singer and that is a beautiful language uh, I've always thought that French is a beautiful language and it just it just sounds like butter and I know that just sends chills yeah. down your spine when she starts singing in French you're like oh yes like yes. it hits the right spot you know exactly and yeah like I said it's just her voice is so delicate and like oh the runs she does like I just she's such an she's such a great vocalist I'm really really interested to dig into her other stuff because yeah this one I was just I was floored by it, the production and her voice I was like wow this is yeah she's a very interesting artist yeah I like you mentioned before those echoes mm. are just phenomenal I was like I couldn't get over how well they worked within the song yeah and just, it just adds like this extra layout that just makes it pop really and I absolutely adore the echo that that, that they've put in mm. with the song it's amazing and I'm yeah again floored by her vocal ability but she's just a gorgeous vocalist yeah for sure so that was my caught my ear this week people i've been sad by christine and the queens and that brings us to the end of this week's episode thank you so much for listening guys you can check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, castbox youtube wherever you get your podcast fix. You can also follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Earpod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We post all the latest updates there and some other random tweets and things. Yes. So give us a follow, <laughs> chuck us a DM if there are any recommendations Please. that you want us to listen to um, we would love to hear what you guys have been listening to and we'd love to listen to it ourselves so please chuck us a comment dm on all of our socials and we'll definitely get on that but thank you so much for listening so far and we will see you on monday for a brand new episode bye guys bye